Hi, I'm Molly. And I'm Jamie, and this is our From the Pasture with Hired Hand podcast. As the owners of Hired Hand website software, we've been developing websites and creating internet marketing strategies for livestock breeders for the past 10 years. The majority of our customers are involved in the breeding of registered animals, such as Texas Longhorns, Highland cattle, horses, and white-tailed deer, where the pedigrees are very important. The From the Pasture with Hired Ham podcast examines many of the differences in raising pedigreed livestock for maximum profit. Join us and learn what we're covering today. Today, we're going to be talking with Jennifer Francis from the Cattle Baron Sale. Jennifer, do you want to take a second to introduce yourself? Sure. Thank you, Jamie, for having me today. Um, I'm Jennifer Francis. Um, I um, am. Um, I have taken on um, being the organizer for this year's uh, Cattle Baron Sale and Winchester for Charity that is hosted by the Texas Longhorn Breeders Gulf Coast Association. I've been a part of this association uh, for six or seven years now. Uh, I started originally when uh, we moved to Texas from Michigan nine years ago. We were introduced to the breed um, by Stephen and Kim Head when they um, invited my daughter over um, to see their herd and um, ultimately ended up inviting her to join their show team. So that's how we got started. Um, and then about four years later, I um, became the treasurer and I did that for five years until this past year. Um, I'm now the secretary and um, the organizer of this event. Nice. So you definitely have a, a good uh, foundation with the TLBGCA. Yes, I enjoy um, um, being a part of this association. It's um, a great group of people to work alongside. Well, the, you have your big event is coming up, the Cattle Baron Sale. Uh, you want to share some details about the sale? Sure, yes. Um, so... This is the third year now that we've had it at the Brazos Valley Livestock Commission in Bryan, Texas. Uh, it'll it's it'll uh, be next um, Friday and Saturday, March third and fourth. Um, I would say if you're planning to arrive on Thursday, it would be good if you just um, call ahead um, with our cattle handler Lee Matthews and let him know so that he can um, plan accordingly. Um, I know a question I've had several people ask uh, about hay and, and water buckets. So we do provide uh, water buckets. Um, our cattle handlers do uh, work hard to keep those filled. And then um, we'll have hay as well. Perfect. And I believe Lee's phone number is in the sale catalog for anybody who, who is interested in getting, getting there early on Thursday. Yes, it's in the sale catalog um, where uh, we have our helpful information listed. It's also uh, there on our schedule of events, and it's on our website. If you go to uh, tlbgca.com um, and click under click on the events tab and go to our uh, cattle bear and sale, all the information um, is there as well for the sale and the futurity. So for the um, people that do come in on Thursday and they drop their cattle off, what can people expect on um, the rest of the weekend on Friday and Saturday? Um, so basically, you know, Thursday, you just drop your cattle off and um, the, our handlers will be there to, you know, get them into their 
pins and um and then you can um do whatever you want to Thursday evening um and and then you're basically you're good to go until the futurity begins on Friday at 12:30 so um you don't have to necessarily get up super early to be there uh, but you can come at any time Friday morning um we do uh, provide uh, breakfast and tacos and coffee at nine o'clock for anyone who's there. Um, so yeah, um, you know, Bryan College Station is a is a great town uh, with lots of things to do. Um, you can go to the website and um, you know just Google it and find plenty of things um, to do. Uh, Thursday evening um, after you drop off your cattle. Perfect. And then the awards for the futurity are those on Friday as well? Yes. So um, like I mentioned, the futurity begins at 1230. Um, we have 218 head of cattle participating in it. Um we will be running our Calcutta simultaneously along with the Futurity. Uh, our management team is um, Dan Huntington, Chase Vasut, and Bear Davison. Um, and, you know, our cattle handler is Lee Matthews. He's done a great job for us the past two years uh, running the cattle through um, safely and efficiently. Um, so it's a lot of cattle, but... Um, we think it should flow well and um, be able to get everything finished up in about four, four to four and a half hours. And then uh, once that's done, um, people can um, go over to our host hotel uh, where we'll have our social and our awards presentation um, beginning at six or, you know, if it runs later than six, uh, directly after the futurity. Um, it will take us some time to write out the checks. So while that's being done, uh, people can just, you know, visit, socialize and enjoy some hors d'oeuvres and, and beverages um, while everything is being um, calculated and checks are being written. And, and uh, once that's done, we'll announce our winners and, and give out our awards. The, um, Class winners will receive a, a belt buckle for their prize, and um, our grand champion female and grand champion bull will receive a rifle. Nice, nice. So, um, while we're while we're talking about the futurity, do you want to mention who the judges are? Sure. Um, and I'll, I'll just back up real quick. We we do have seventeen classes, uh, ten female and seven bull classes. Um, our judges this year um, are Ryan Culpepper with uh, Culpepper Longhorns and Culpepper Ag Services, Keith Dubos uh, from Dubos Bardi Ranch, uh, David, or most people know him as Nick Nicodem of uh, Commander's Place Longhorns, uh, Ross Ollendorf of Rocking O Longhorns, and Josie Stradoff. Of Stroud French. Nice. That's a good group of judges you have. Yes, I'm excited about our judges and really thankful that they um, 
have uh, committed to uh, help us uh, judge uh, this nice large group of cattle. Anything else that you'd like to mention about the futurity before we move on to the sale portion of the weekend? No, I'm just really excited. Our, you know, our number of entries are up um, quite a bit from last last year. We had 131. This year, like I said, um, we have 218. Um, the barn will be full and nice and cozy back there, but we have the space for it. And um, I'm just excited. It's going to be a fun time of um, friendly competition. Um, and I look forward um, to seeing everyone. Love what you're hearing? Be sure to check out our pickup truck confessions. It's a video series where we hop in the truck or a rental car and interview a variety of breeders about what drives their passion for their livestock, how they got started in the breed of their choice, marketing tips, and more. And now back to the podcast. All right, so let's shift gears a little bit, and we'll talk about the sale now. Okay. Um, and the sale is on Saturday. Do you want to run down the schedule of events for the sale? Sure. So, you know, cattle, people will be dropping off cattle Thursday evening, Friday during the futurity. Our cattle handlers will even be um, um, receiving uh, sale cattle. Um, when they do ask, uh, I think they will be receiving cattle on Friday up until 5 p.m. Um, so if, you know, things come up and travel plans have to change. So if uh, you have to unload after 8 p.m. on Friday, you know, contact Lee Matthews to schedule that. And then Saturday morning, uh, hopefully all, all of the cattle um, are there and settle in and, and ready to go. People can begin viewing the cattle at 8 a.m. Saturday morning. Um, there is a nice kind of like overhead walkway or a catwalk um, that you can walk just to kind of get an overhead view of the cattle, um, as well as, you know, walking uh, through the uh, alleyways to see them. Um, you can view them um, it depends on Friday before and after the futurity. Uh, and then Saturday, like I mentioned, before the sale begins. The sale will begin at um, 1 p.m. Perfect. And I think for anybody who is there visit, viewing the cattle before the sale, if their you know, sweet tooth is kicking in, there's going to yep. be coffee and donuts as well. Yeah, we do. Um, on, on the morning of the sale, we set out donuts and coffee uh, once again at 9 a.m. And, you know, there's, before I forget, um, the sale barn has a nice little sale uh, barn cafe there um, that there'll be ladies there um, um, to provide lunch if anyone is interested, you know, doesn't want to leave to go get lunch somewhere else. It's a nice little cafe with a um, uh, good food for a good price. Perfect. Um, so let's talk about the consignments. How many consignments do you have this year? We started out with um, 63 lots and unfortunately two of them have had to be scratched. So um, that's that gives us 61, which is still a great number. I'm, I'm excited and thankful to have that. 
Um, and then there's one lot, lot number nine, that was originally uh, 3P20 Grande, uh, consigned by Don and Ron DePoe. Um, they had to make a substitution to that lot. And uh, that's been updated on um, the Hired Hand Live uh, bidding website. And um, they'll have a subsheet to hand out at the sale with more information. Um, but that animal's name, the, su- the substitution is... Uh, 585 hashtag. Uh, she has a bull calf at side by the Bushmaster and has been exposed back for a, a three and one to overachiever 10. Perfect. Are there any other lots, outstanding lots that you want to talk about from the sale? I know you have, and you now have 61 animals. Are there any of those um, ones that you want to bring special attention to? Yeah, I mean, I think I think we have a lot of great uh, lots. It's you know, it's hard to um, narrow it down and have to, to choose a few, but um, we did choose some to sort of highlight or preview recently in an e blast. Um, so I'll just kind of run through those uh, six lots. Uh, lot number two is three C Flaming Rose, consigned by Reed and Sharon Garfield of Three Creeks Ranch. And then we have lot 31, EV Fancy Bell, consigned by Chris Hesse of DCT Cattle Company. Lot 35, RBR 007's Fancy Stars, consigned by Randy and Mickey. I hope I say this right. Bynek. Yep. Of Roland B. Ranch. Lot 41, GLR Roxy, consigned by Gary and Lisa Russo of Grow and Long Ranch. Lot 51, Safari's Honey SRC, consigned by Martin and Donna Robeson of Robeson Ranch. And then there's Lot 61, Rim Rock Fiona, consigned by Galen Kroll of Orange Cat Cow Company. Um, these are six very nice consignments, but there are many more in addition to those. Uh, we have, uh, I think, a nice variety of types and styles um, being offered at our sale. Uh, so there's a little bit of something for everyone. Um, and then for uh, the sale as well, we should probably mention um, the auctioneer and the pedigree reader. Do you want to let everyone know who that's going to be this year? Sure, yeah. So our auctioneer is Dan Huntington of Huntington Sales, LLC. Um, Chase Vasuk will be our pedigree reader once again. Um, I mentioned before our cattle handler is Lee Matthews. Um, We have four haulers that will be uh, there for people um, who um, either are bidding online or didn't bring a, a trailer with them and need transportation, you can uh, arrange for that through uh, Ron Bailey, Wes Clark, Cody James, or Vincent Rapp. Uh, their information is in our catalog and on our website. Um, and we all know that the sale and futurities, they're not, oh, couldn't always be possible without the sponsors that everyone has. Do you want to take a second to talk about the sponsors for the sale or the fraternity? Yes. Um, 
Absolutely. The sponsors are very important, vital, absolutely vital to the, extent, to the success of our event. Um, we were uh, blessed this year with uh, sponsorships from uh, 19 different people. So um, uh, our sponsors for this year's event, um, uh, John and Christy Randolph of Lonesome Pines Ranch stepped up as our social sponsor. And that's what has allowed us to be able to hold that at our host hotel. It, it helps to cover the cost of that rental fee and, um, and uh, some of the food costs as well. So uh, very, I'm very thankful uh, for that sponsorship and uh, the ability to try to make our social a um, little bit more nicer. Um, our grand champion sponsors are Reed and Sharon Garfield of Three Creeks Ranch. They've sponsored the um, um, the High Point um, winner of the females. And then uh, Jason and Barb. Shigoda. How do you Shigoda? Shigoda, yep. Shigoda, okay. <laughs> of uh, 3P Ranch um, have sponsored the Grand Champion Bull. Uh, we have uh, several event sponsors. Um, these sponsorships help to finance various things such as uh, the prize for our rifle raffle, the prizes for our two cow patty bingos, um, our uh, breakfast tacos and donuts, um, help, helping with um, the expenses for the social and the bar that we'll have uh, on Saturday during the sale and the cost of hay. Um, so those um, sponsorships uh, have been very helpful to cover all those costs. As a lot of you know, the cost of pay has just gone way up, um, but we've always wanted to be able to provide that for our participants so that they don't have to haul it um, themselves. So those sponsors are Brian and Karen Allen of Circle A Longhorns, Tom and Amy Buxton of Buxton Longhorns, Keith and Tina Dubos of Dubos Bardi Ranch, Wayne and Joanna Manning of Elm Seven Longhorns, Dale Metz of FHR Longhorns, Hal and Betty Meyer of Jack Mountain Ranch, Bill and Susan Torkelson, they actually sponsored two of the event sponsorships um, of Bull Creek Longhorns, and then Casey and Christy Turner of Casey Springs Ranch. Um, then we have our class winner sponsors, and uh, these sponsorships um, help to cover the cost of our buckle prizes. Um, we have um, John and Deborah Helm of Helm Cattle Company, uh, Dan and Denise Huntington of um, Huntington Sales. Jeremy and Annette James of 3J Texas Longhorns, Kathy Lewis of One Bar Seven Longhorns, Sean and Haley Loftus of Loftus Longhorns, Phil Norwood of R3 Hilltop Ranch, Mike and Callie Smith of Cold Copper Cattle Company, Bill and Suzanne Torkelson of Bull Creek Longhorns, and we had one other class sponsor who uh, wish to remain anonymous. Okay, nice. We definitely have a good group of um, 
people who are willing to sponsor. And it sounds like overall you, the weekend should be a really good weekend with the futurity and the sale. Um, the cafe you mentioned, um, it is a great little cafe for people to grab breakfast or, or lunch as when they're there. Mm -hmm. um, any last minute things that you want to say about the sale? Uh, yeah, you know, a lot of people probably are already aware, but for those that are kind of, uh, we have a lot of new people participating this year. So for those that are kind of newer, uh, I just want people to, to kind of understand like the primary goal or purpose of um, TLBGCA is to provide opportunities to breeders and other interested persons that promote the buying and selling of registered Texas Longhorns. But a secondary goal of our affiliate and this event in particular is to raise money for our scholarship fund. Um, we're just really big advocates and supporters of our youth. They are the future of the breed. Um, and so um, at this event, we, uh, we have a silent auction. Um, we do cow petty bingo on Friday and Saturday. And um, we have a rifle raffle. All the money for those things um, go into our scholarship fund. Um, over the last five years, we've been really fortunate and um, been able to award $114,000 in college scholarships to 32 students. Um, we absolutely could not do that without the support and generosity of our participants at the Cattle Sale in Winchester Futurity. Um, so I just want people to understand when when you're participating in those things, you're, you're participating in um, the education and, and the future of our breed. And I'm uh, very uh, proud of um, our scholarship program and um, our ability to be able to give so many scholarships uh, to our youth. Um, I'll also highlight our uh, calf donation program. Um, it's another way um, for our um, experienced breeders to come alongside our youth and um, support them and help teach them the economics of um, the business. Um, kids that are interested in receiving a free steer put their name in a drawing at our spring show. And then they, over the, the following year, um, they keep records and they send correspondences to the breeders who donated their, their steer, steer or heifer. Um, the record keeping is a way to teach them the economics and to help them understand that uh, a free steer or heifer really isn't free. Um, it costs money to feed and maintain them and show them. Um, and um, that's another great uh, program that we have at TLBGCA. And then I just, since the time I've been involved, um, there's two specific donations that stand out to me. Um, a number of years ago, the Bolins donated uh, Bucklehead BCB to our CAC donation program. Um, and a little girl named Marcella Gonzalez won him. 
and um, then her brother Leandro, um, because Bucklehead grew to be pretty big size for uh, Marcella, uh, Leandro um, took over um, showing him throughout the rest of his show career. And as most of you know, Bucklehead BCB is um, the Guinness World Record holder for the largest tip-to-tip horn. Um, so we were really proud to be able to be a part of that story. Um, and then um, another one, um, another donation um, that Nancy Dunn donated um, was uh, Dunn Mighty Mouse. Um, Tyra Schombachler was the recipient of him. Um, some of you may know him more affectionately as Bruce, um, but they have had lots of success. Um, uh, uh, she had a great youth show career showing him, and she has continued um, past the, the youth career, bringing him to, sh- to shows and non-haltered, and he has won, um, gosh, countless um, grand champion titles, um, including a few at the world show. I think the most recent one that I've seen um, was at um, the um, Fort Worth livestock show back livestock show back in January. So um, it's a great program, um, and I love these. Um, success stories of um, youth receiving uh, great donations um, that have been able to take them and um, go and show and and succeed. And, um, you know, the most important thing is um, the relationships that you um, form through this process. I know Kyra in particular has uh, continued to um, get to know Nancy Dunn has, has gone to visit her at her ranch and um, has an ongoing friendship with her today. And um, Nancy was, um, I guess, really pleased with how well Kyra did with uh, Bruce and even um, donated another steer to her to finish out her last year as a youth. Um, so it's just a great, uh, it's a great program to kind of help bring together um, the, the current generation with our future generation. It's really great that you guys uh, take the, the time to do that stuff for them. I know that I'm sure that they really appreciate it. And it's also, it's a big commitment um, for you guys as well. So it's something that you should definitely be very proud of that you're able to help them in the variety of ways that you do. Yeah, thank you. We, we are um, um, proud of our programs and so very thankful to the breeders who, um, who make those donations. Uh, without that, it, it wouldn't be possible. Well, thank you so much for taking a few minutes out of your day to join us. And we look forward to seeing everybody at the Cattle Baron sale on March 3rd and 4th. Thank you, Jamie. I appreciate you having me. And yes, I, I look forward to seeing everyone. I know it's going to be a lot of fun. And I just hope that everyone has safe travels. We'll see you soon.